0: Howdy, welcome to another episode of QBT, a podcast where two queer babes talk about mental health, pop culture, whatever the hell else we want. It's December and we are introducing our topic for the month, spiritual healing and mental health. We're going to pull in a lot of stuff, have some wonderful guests. Um, And if you're wondering if I hate you, I do. I am a licensed social worker and therapist working in Austin, Texas, Maddie Germs.
1: And I'm Shawnee, a reformed Grinch and New York (laughs) City-based psychologist turned media and entertainment badass based in Portland, Oregon, but not for long. Not for long. We might be therapists. But we're not yo-therapists. Okay? Okay. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. Trying to talk slick. All up in my ear and shit. (laughs)
0: <laughs> baby do that conga dun, 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 dun. conga <laughs> I just started talking about that song <laughs> okay um,
1: mambo number five a little yep. bit of in mm-hmm, my a little bit Monica, Monica. Angela in my I don't know he just had a lot of women's names hey Maddie
0: hi I think that hi I think that we should have instead of naming the COVID variants off of <laughs> the oh my uh, God. delta and like the greek alphabet i think we should have started naming them off of the women from Mom- mambo number five <laughs> yes could you the monica variant
1: that would cause so many problems i think a lot of white women would be sad and upset
0: yeah i mean it's also a uh, pretty misogynistic so it's not a good idea but it's funny <laughs> to say we never <laughs> said that we
1: present great ideas on this podcast
0: that's true that's okay. true
1: <laughs>
0: um what's up how you doing over there um i'm good i went on a hike today with some friends here and it was really nice Um, yeah i guess you have
1: like sunny warm weather to do that in it's bitch it's literally 70 degrees
0: and it was like cloudy today but like
1: i'm sorry what
0: it's 70 degrees and i went on a hike today it was awesome and there was still all this fall foliage around like it was like orange and brown and it's girl i, that know. Don't, make I don't sense. Even, it doesn't it, it doesn't I'm, like, <laughs> I'm experiencing it and i keep looking around and being like this ain't right
1: <laughs> like, mm, something that's right. up here <laughs> the math ain't mathin you it know feels what else very
0: like truman show or something
1: you know what ain't mathin right now um the fact that roe v wade is about to be overturned well you said it (laughs) yeah that's it i have no counter to that that's nope
0: (laughs) yeah it's fucked up speaking of misogynistic i mean uh i don't even know we talked about this a little bit before about how like we don't really even know how to begin to sort of tackle what also we don't know yet and it feels like this inevitable thing that's coming um and it's infuriating because it is like this the rights like number one goal over the past like since Roe Ro was created or um, that judgment came down, like, you know, that's been the goal to overturn it. Yeah. And it feels super real. I I think I mostly just hold a lot of curiosity around how, how are we going to protect each other and how are we going to, uh, who's going to break the law for each other, you know, that yeah. kind of thing um but anyway what were you going to say <laughs>
1: i was not planning on going down the abortion route but hey it's sorry it's never a bad time to um i was gonna say what don't make sense is the fact a that i only just found out that the grammy nominations came out like three weeks ago um oh, right. so i guess nobody cares about the grammys <laughs> um and also cali Uchi's like is not nominated for a Grammy, like, for, uh, for that album literally we've all been listening to for, like, a year. I don't know a
0: single person who has listened to the album and has, like, not been, like, it has been on repeat for me. Right. I mean, that's the other thing about the Grammys that feels weird is, like, what categories do you put things in? Like, everything is genre mixed right now, and it's, like, the only thing that really sort of feels sacred at this point is, like, Black music and not Black music, you know? (laughs) like, and, 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 I mean sacred, obviously, in a very, like, fucked up way, but there's, like, there is this mix between, like, okay, let's carve space for our certain, in-quote, genres, and then also, like, Macklemore or whoever gets it, like, (laughs) you know. Um, No, it's really sad. Did you see, though, that, like, the horrible, or um, I don't know if he's horrible, but, like, he made a mistake, that white man talking to Kelly
1: Uchi. Oh, he's horrible in my book. (laughs) My husband is Mexican, so I know all about the Spanglish. Yeah. Teletopia. Did you expect it to be the hit that it was? She ain't no album about no fish. Yeah. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so, um, yeah, xenophobia is definitely alive and well, even if you are married to somebody that's Mexican.
0: Yeah. I mean, you won't agree with me here, but like <laughs> if Miley's uh, album wasn't nominated for a rock album either. And like, I can understand mm. it not being nominated for um you know pop album because it it didn't like top the charts in that way but it was like the number one rock album all year long like pretty much like it was it was the longest running for the year and very critically acclaimed like if you say so i know i know I know, (laughs) but like it was just it it had like all these like 70s and 60s it feels like a very grammys album like it appeals to the old heads too Mm -hmm. you know like i don't it feels very weird that that was not nominated as well
1: but um you and carlos are the only two people that i don't think i would have known that miley cyrus album came came out if it wasn't for you and i know you're the only two people in my life that even knew that album existed but hey no shade to miley for that album at least she was staying in her lane of these
0: record of the years okay there's the i still have faith in you by abba i listened to that song once and i was like where's the dancing um oh yeah i didn't even know that song happened who's john baptiste i don't know um i get a kick out of, i'm never listening to one of those lady gaga, oh tony they're
1: Vinay good albums. they're cute tony bernie and lady kidding? gaga
0: i love them i am i uh, mean okay i'm not saying that they're not good or anything like that what i'm saying is i am shocked that you have listened to them
1: oh. <laughs>
0: i don't know why I like, but i have
1: <gasps> i like um you know I like an old music? school <laughs> shut up Sometimes, <laughs> yes. <But laughs> I like a good old, like, you know, back in the day doo wop, like, doo 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 doo, pop, pop. That's what it is with some jazz thrown in. I mean, it's still something that they took from black people and made not as great, but I don't listen to it as Gaga. I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> kiss me more. Uh,
0: I, I want, so of this that's on the list, I'm like, yes, let's go. That's what I want. And what at the same time, time well, it's also a Dr. Luke song. Like, so Oh, is like, it? Yes. Whenever you see Lucas Gottswald or whatever the fuck, like that is Dr. Luke. But yeah, so it's like when I found out that well, my favorite summer bop was a Dr. Luke song, it's like, but I mean, that's also the Kim Petras thing, you know, like coconuts slaps. It, <laughs> like I'm, in, I'm into I, coconuts. Yeah.
1: Um, it's uh,
0: a really funny song.
1: I also realized that I listened to a lot of Doja Cat this year. You got your, your Spotify rap. Doja Cat was at the number one like was my number one artist of 2021 which was a surprise cuz I did not think I was a Doja Cat stand like that. She beat Megan the Stallion out and that's very shocking to me.
0: I mean, she's like she is our performer. Yeah. Like she is our performer. It's just there's no comparison honestly. Um she get an ego, she played her cards right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like not everyone is able to oh I was trying to look at my Spotify raft and then it started playing. I'm sorry. Um, I, oh, my top artist uh, was Lil Nas X. <laughs> because, of course it was. And my number one song was Montero. Um, the My number, I actually like my songs more than I like my top artists. My top artists are just like, you know.
1: Who's your number one artist? Lil Nas, oh, Nas, Nas X, Casey
0: Musgrave, Six. Doja Cat was number three for me. And then Miley and Gaga. But. Um, my top songs were Montero and then the Delete Forever and Channel Triss remix from the Grimes Anthropocene Rave mm-hmm, album. Mm-hmm. It's like that slowed down one. I love that song. And then you and I both had the Streets Disclosure remix, which
1: is just, it is one of my
0: favorite songs. It's good. Of the year. It's yeah. so fucking good. No I think about it a lot.
1: I, it comes on and I'm still like, I'm gonna let this play. I'm gonna let this just rock. I'm, like, gonna, it's I'm good. not gonna skip it. Yeah. It's like
0: such a good, that like cymbal crash that into the beat mm-hmm. is just like so wonderful. It's good. My number five is um, I'm Perfect by Chase Icon. And I just, I, I don't know if you know what that is, but I just, it's like, it's a fag anthem. It's so fucking good. Oh, it's a, for the dolls. I think we put it on our uh, playlist before, but what were yours?
1: So, uh hot hot brie runaway brie runaway thank you for that (laughs) um i need brie runaway to get a grammy if they're still relevant in a year um (laughs) best friend by so uh yeah i just i think i played that out a lot when it first came out and now when i hear it i'm like turn this off i know i but honestly i would um i would listen
0: to it a lot like driving home at night from your house like, yeah. if I was, like, at your house, and it there's, like, a 10-minute drive, like, and I would just listen to that song, like, three times with my windows down. And it's great. It's great. It's good. <laughs>
1: I mean, they said that it would be... I think they did that thing where it's, like, if you're in a movie, it, this is the song that would play yes. when, like, the yes. opening credits come on. And I was like, yeah, it would. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Need to Know by Doja Cat, and then Streets Disclosure Remix.
0: That, I mean, it's... That is the winner. I love that that's our, like... Yeah, uh Doja denominator. Yes. Um what else came out this week? I mean that I hate you says a song. I guess technically it was a SoundCloud release and then she yeah. finally put it on Spotify. Our unvaccinated queen, I guess. But
1: Oh, she's unvaccinated? I mean,
0: she has not the difference between her and other unvaccinated celebrities is that she has not come out and been like I am not vaccinated, but when she did her mini tour thing, she only went to states that allowed you to perform. So I mean, oh, like why is SZA in Missouri? You yeah. know, like, like that don't make what? that
1: don't make any sense. Why is it there? That
0: make no sense. No. <laughs> did you listen to that Ariana and Kid Cudi song?
1: I listened to it one time.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is it a soundtrack for?
1: Uh, it's a Netflix movie coming out called "Just Look Up" or "Don't Look Up," um, and I think it's about sounds bad what's well, supposed to be uh what's that movie what's that movie with seth rogan it was like the end of the world but it was like a comedy uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's supposed to i think it's supposed to be kind of like that okay i don't know i might be getting the comedy aspect wrong it sounds like a comedy to me but essentially like asteroids are coming to like destroy the planet and it's like what do people do when that happens so it's a bit strange that there's an ariana grande and kid cudi song i don't know um wild side k trinata remix let's get into it it's cute it's a K not song yeah it's
0: <laughs> and it cuts out the worst that cardi b verse which is just like not uh does not yeah. fit in that song isn't um, there a
1: version without the cardi b verse let just normani
0: I, I may be, maybe maybe sure. it's this maybe it's this one
1: other new music mary j blige because i gotta shout her out mary j blige is my mother's favorite music artist of all time and of course she is of course course. uh and then it's also funny because at a point i don't think anymore at a point my mom actually used to look like mary j blige like if you go look at like old pictures of my mom and then like old pictures of mary j blige they look similar so i don't know it's weird whenever i see mary j blige i'm like that's my mom but it's not my mom (laughs) (laughs) you're like i feel proud of you (laughs) yeah it's cute she's honestly it's like a um it's a ballad but it's like mary j Doing what mary j does it's not like a happy song it's like it's one of those songs where it's like i've been i've been through a lot of shit but i'm still here and i'm gonna keep pushing on um but it feels pretty raw like coming from Mary j blige and also i'm like damn that woman has been through it like can she catch a break please (sighs) um
0: what is this where is (laughs) well did you want to talk about grimes oh um i mean i was going to skip it grimes (laughs) has a new single player of games
1: and nah that's your girl that's your that's your girl (laughs) <laughs> I do really
0: like her and I like I don't want to and I always am just gonna like default to like everything she puts out I'm like, ah fuck it I can't even pretend I like this um it's kind of funny for Grimes to be releasing a breakup song about Elon Musk but like the lyrics are like, all you wanted to do was go to space. Not even love could keep you here. Like it's like, it's, but it's in this Grimes world, so it fits. It doesn't sound ridiculous. But then you're like, this isn't a metaphor. She's literally saying this is what happened, this fucking dude. Like, no, it's so weird. And they have a child together. She's being wild they on TikTok. Like, She's
1: being wild on TikTok. Oh my gosh, getting clown um, left and right. You know, host is about to get clown left and right. Keisha Cole, where's Keisha Cole at? Can somebody tell me <laughs> where Keisha Cole is? <laughs> That's it. I just want to know where she is. somebody can let me know. I have some words for her. Has she released music recently? No, all? but she released some bonnets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where did you see her in some bonnets? <laughs>
1: so my hair got done recently looks beautiful thank you um and i saw her i saw keisha cole like a poster of keisha cole in the hair supply store and i literally did a double take like i was like (laughs) that's not that is not keisha cole like and (laughs) not selling like oil like hair oil or like conditioner or like shampoo no she's selling bonnets like that poster is her in a bonnet Someone like a Cole two line. piece <laughs>
0: athleisure wear, <laughs> like a it's fashion like a weird Nova angle too. Yeah, yes, it does. It, it, it does give fashion Nova. I don't. it. I said it. earlier that it gives like side of a building. Like it's <laughs> very like it's very like honestly uh, like Harlem like side of a building kind of like
1: yeah. Um, and maybe there is there probably is a billboard in Harlem. Where is she from? Is she from wherever she's from? I guarantee you, there's a billboard with these bonnets on it. I put money on it
0: okay well <laughs> blessed be um well we're gonna move on and head into the work and as we talk and introduce our spiritual healing and mental health um but for next week check out um, sort of on HBO and Harlem on prime um just a teaser in Harlem uh, Megan Good is in it and in one episode there's a stripper and it is the H- Nicole. It's it's the dude from cousin skeeter the
1: one with the eyes uh what the one with the eyes like the pretty eyes Oh yes, okay. I was like, Skeeter was a puppet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I know who Skeeter was. <laughs> but, well, it, okay. The,
0: the the cute little thing is that technically, canonically, this is a sequel to Cousin Skeeter because she looks at him. Oh, and she's like,
1: "You." Okay. She's
0: like, "That boy looks a lot like this dude I went to high school with." And then under her breath, she was like, "Her his cousin Skeeter was annoying," <laughs> but it's very cute. Stupid. It's very very cute.
1: Does it take place um, like nowadays, or is it like back in the day? Yes.
0: No. Oh. It's, it's like a, it's like an insecure, but New York instead of LA. Oh, okay. It's very cute. I'm into It's this. very cute. And it has a little bit more of like a, um, kind of like sex in the city kind of like girls kind of, you know, I don't know. It's very uh. good, but it's like dark skinned women. Like, I don't know. It's great. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay.
1: Um, let's take a break and get into it. Welcome back. Welcome Um, back. You know, we're starting a new topic for the holiday season. We're going to talk about spiritual healing and mental health. Because you know what? It's never too late to start healing spiritually. So, no, seriously, this came up um, because I feel like, at least the the approach I took to it was, we're in a period of time where (laughs) we've got this variant coming up um it's the holidays for a lot of people we just had that episode about handling the holidays um i feel like on a more sort of woo-woo tip there's there was an eclipse last night or this weekend at some point this past weekend at some point and i realized that a lot of my friends are going through like transitions and like really big important things and some of us are struggling like struggling a lot Mm -hmm. Um, and I also know that a good chunk of my friends would not consider themselves to be religious people. Um, mm-hmm. we talked, you know, last season about <clears throat> spirituality and religion, and sort of the difference between those two things, and sort of how the notion of religion, uh, the concept of religion, with that, how that impacts queerness, how it impacts queer people coming to you know know themselves and sort of uh, self-identify as queer. If you right. want to go back and listen to that, that episode is there. We're not going to spend this episode talking about religion. But we are going to talk about spirituality and talk a little bit about um, how to practice spirituality and what that looks like and the sort of healing aspect of it. Because I think last time we just sort of talked about it generically, sort of like this is what spirituality is. Um, but I don't think we really dove deep into like how spirituality can really like help you um you know we had guests on that went over a variety of things i think um astrology do we over tarot cards maybe we went over tarot cards we haven't done tarot yet but i want tarot done yeah um but i feel like what we have not spoken about is like energy work um what spiritual healing looks like and where you find it so Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's just like talk about it because I think that it's something that could be helpful for people as they sort of go through this holiday season and go into the new year because, you know, that's happening too. And there's a lot of resolutions that are going to start. There's a lot of people that are going to try new things um, or want to yeah. sort of move on from old situations. So, and I am
0: so down with this. And um, I was really excited when you brought it up. And then also when we, when you were like, what about these guests this month? And I was like, yes, 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 very excited. We haven't had this sort of what does healing look like outside of talk therapy, you know, like, um, and, and not just like individual healing, but specific practices that people get paid money for like uh, that specialize in. Um, But for our purposes, I also want to name that, like, the idea of spiritual health and spiritual healing and taking care of spirit as this sort of like, human thing to do and newly psychologically linked to our mental health Mm -hmm. is like a new thing in quotes to Western culture and to like the ways in which people uh, want to make money off of these things. Um, Mm. You know, that white women yoga woo culture, like we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Um, But What is not, but this concept isn't new. Like when, when I think about spirituality, I am thinking about how do we get back and have alignment with more of what it meant to be a human being when we just kind of like were, Yeah, (laughs) you know, like, what does it mean to just be and be in alignment with being and, ancestors and energy and all of these other things that i think was integral to the human experience when we weren't so distracted by everything else um and now we're having we had like a long mental health movement that sort of pathologized Mm -hmm. people who believed in spirituality like atheism was king the mind was king and then so it was like if you have spiritual beliefs, or if you're involved in religion, something's wrong with you, and we need to figure out like why you need that as a crutch. Mm-hmm. And then I think that there was a little bit more of a broadening of like, okay, actually, we need to respect people's spiritual and religious practices as coping mechanisms, or as things that inform who they are, and culturally inform who they are, and can be things that help get them to a place that therapy might. Right. Um. To now, I think that there's much more of an understanding of like, What are healing practices that are rooted in spirituality, not considerate of spirituality? So that's like, Mm, I like how you, yeah, that's how I'm coming to this conversation of that kind of like, this isn't new. Indigenous people have been trying to fucking tell us the shit forever. And, or I also just find it interesting that it feels like something we have to like explore and discover when, when I feel like at its core, it's something that is the most natural thing
1: to be absolutely and i think that like all of that that you said like plus one plus a thousand um and what i am sort of taking away from that is very clear difference is it religion serves a um like a higher cause, like a, there's like a being involved. And I feel like spirituality, Mm. my take on it is very much. So it's serving yourself, not in like a, you know, like selfish way, but I mean, it is somewhat selfish, but you're serving yourself. Like you're doing, you're doing healing on yourself. You're learning about your ancestors. You're learning about the energies that you're carrying with you that aren't working for you anymore. You know, whereas in religion, again, we've talked about this, but religion is a little bit more about, um, what is your belief system? How are you practicing that belief system to like serve this higher power? Um, Whereas spirituality takes a little bit more inward and a little bit more interior. Um, And to your point, I think that that is difficult for people to do, especially uh, in the 21st century where we have all these distractions and all these things pulling our attention elsewhere and telling us not to like make ourselves sort of the center of attention for everything. Hmm. Um, And I also think that it's difficult for people to concentrate on themselves maybe sometimes because they don't want to come it hurts it hurts and they don't want to come off as like selfish or self-centered or like only worrying about themselves i could definitely see spirituality sort of not um not growing as much because Mm -hmm. there's just this like oh i shouldn't be like i shouldn't cut myself off from the world for like a weekend to go um discover myself like there's things that need to be done I have people relying on me i have stuff that like that that has mm-hmm. to happen you know mm-hmm. that's my. and take. i
0: think that uh i buy that and i also think that what i'm hearing you say too is that when you're thinking about this individualist sort of thing it's more about I am engaging on an individual journey of constantly bettering myself. That does not mean that bettering myself does not include other people or does not include my connection to other people. In fact, I think in order to be spiritual, we have to be connected to other people. But I do think that sometimes in order for us to do that, we have to do a lot of like internal work, um, that can take time and it can feel selfish Mm -hmm. because, because yeah, we've got to shed sometimes this extra stuff to sit with. What is my intuition? You know, we had an episode about intuition a while ago and I think we touched on this side of spirituality, which is like in some ways spirituality is like the journey back to intuition. It's Mm -hmm. like reclaiming your intuition, intuitive nature but that can be scary and confusing when we have a brain that has absorbed systems and ways of being that consider money and objects and status and power Mm -hmm. above being in alignment with your soul and (laughs) the universe and everything that we're connected to
1: yeah i mean and that's what happens when you when you juxtapose 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 there we go those two things uh against each other money which is this very concrete thing we think it's really just nothingness but money you know you can hold a dollar bill can't hold my soul i can't like i can't physically touch that it's just a concept that's a lot harder for some people to wrap their head around and right we already know how it goes in america like if i can't quantify it if i can't um compartmentalize it and you know tangibly touch it and put it in a box and do something with it then it's not worth my time or it's you know it's 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 make-believe uh for lack of a better word which is probably where uh where spirituality and religion at a certain point um got it sort of bad rap within the dsm and within the mental health community you know it's like this is make-believe like this is all in your head this isn't anything based in reality when in all actuality it's all very much so based in reality yeah. um and there's obvious ways obviously ways in which people can engage
0: in psychosis mm-hmm. related to spiritual words or religious words I, i'm thinking about like possession or something like that like um that may be something that we might need to investigate that isn't just like an inherent spiritual state but like you know i don't know like i think I also am recognizing in this conversation. I'm like starting to trip over my words because I'm like, Sigh. I have feelings related to this topic and I have feelings related to the way that I've come to understand who I am and my place in this world and my purpose in this world and my connection to other people, but I don't have a language for it yet. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm finding myself like, Maybe it's Saturn's return, you know, I don't know. But like this, I finding myself in a state of more alignment, mixed with that chaos that I'm also experiencing, but I'm finding myself bracing the chaos more maturely and Uh with less fear, because of the ways I feel like I have worked on myself and my spirit that like, I know who I am, so I don't need to feel so terrified that my world is shifting around me in these ways,
1: you know? Agreed. I agree. And maybe here's what we can do. Um, can I ask you some questions? And we'll both okay. answer them. You know? okay. okay. And maybe that'll okay. help us sort of um, not outline spirituality, but sort of like start this conversation around like, you know, what is what does spirituality look like in practice and sort of what are the benefits of it? And why are we talking yeah. about it right now? I think all of that will sort of... Come out as we go through this episode. And no, I'm not
0: wearing any panties right now.
1: What? <laughs> All
0: right, well, you're going to ask me questions. I knew that was going to be one of them. So just getting it out of the Maddie, way. Maddie, uh,
1: that was question number one. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I know. You no know intuition <laughs> told me. Um, okay. So, I mean, we've discussed spirituality, what it means to us, I think. So, I mean, very straightforward question. Maddie, do you consider okay. yourself to be spiritual? Um, yes, and literally, like,
0: saying that feels so, like, against who I was growing up. Like, the the person that would say... I, my parents used to always mock people who would say, like, I'm spiritual but not rel- religious. They'd be like, that just means you're going to hell. <laughs> like, and it's like... And it's... Okay. I mean, because that's what they believed, you know what I mean? And it's like... So when I when you ask me am i spiritual my based on practice and based on my life and what i feel and what i know about myself the answer is yes mm-hmm. and also there's something weird about saying like i am a spiritual person that feels like antithetical to like who i'm supposed to be in this world um but that's like i'm naming it as like a a problem not like something yeah. that's true
1: you know right, I mean? right
0: right what about you what about you
1: um yeah i would say i'm a spiritual person i think that that whole like you know are you spiritual you're religious oh more religious i used to say religious all the time i had to do a lot of work to get over that and just sort of like Mm -hmm. understand i don't practice any sort of religion and that's fine i'm not gonna go to hell because of that Mm -hmm. and if i do well then i guess i made the wrong decision um but well i think the
0: other option within this too is like people prioritizing science but i also think Mm that that's a belief system as well I'm not saying it's not rooted in these truths, but I think that when you say that you have faith in science, you're also saying that you are having a belief in a certain set of truths. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it's good to step into that, but I I don't know. I think that that's kind of like this other option, but I I often find that science, those that believe in science and also those that believe in spirituality are, have a big like, mm-hmm. Venn diagram.
1: You know, I so do always forget about the um the atheism scientific sort of pod of people, right. but they exist and they're out there, and they you know their beliefs and thoughts and feelings are also valid within all this uh, within all of this. But I mean, I consider myself to be spiritual in the sense that I. Know that there is some energy, some thing. I just call it the. I just call it the universe. Um, I don't call it God or whatever. And I, when I say like the universe, I'm not. It's not even like a, The universe did this thing. I feel the universe working through me. Like I feel mm-hmm. the universe in my day to day with other people. Like just mm-hmm. going and standing like outside sometimes, just like feet on the ground. I'm like I feel connected to the universe. Like that's what I call yes. it. Um, and so for me, I consider myself to be spiritual because. A lot of what I tap into is sort of this, this idea that everything is connected and that energy is neither, like, it's not destroyed, it doesn't go anywhere. like Or it, it, doesn't, it doesn't just disappear, like, it has to go somewhere, it has to do something else in this, like, universe of ours. And I think mm-hmm. that for that reason, I believe in a lot of the stuff when it comes to, and we'll talk about this later, but, like, Reiki, when it comes to um, dream work, when it comes to the idea of um reincarnation and sort of like Mm -hmm. these sort of recycling periods like whether it's people being reborn or whether it's just the same cycles happening over generations Mm -hmm. i'm just like there has to be an explanation for that and it can't just Mm -hmm. be it can't all be a coincidence like absolutely there's something within everybody that we have to tap into ourselves and i don't necessarily think that that thing is but I need to be like working, I don't need to like dedicate my life to making that thing happy. It's more so about I need to t- dedicate my life to figuring out how to tap into that thing so that I can get to my real happy. Absolutely. And uh, yes, it makes so much sense. And it also
0: made me think about even just the question of like, are you a spiritual person? Like in my opinion, and I'm, I'm hearing from you too, that this is your opinion too, The answer to that for everyone is yes because Mm -hmm. we all contain spirit we all contain this and maybe it's even just like that like sort of like sense of self that like that part of yourself that is the observant self Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that is the spiritual part of you some people call it a soul you know like all these other things but um in my opinion i believe that that is Something that all people are capable of and also is the reason I do some of the work that I do because I feel like that part is inherently pure. That part is inherently capable of magnificent things, capable of change, capable of that which we cannot comprehend. Yeah. And because I believe people possess that, because I believe I possess that, it's, the reason that I engage in work with some people who have done fucked up things, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, and I have to, I have to believe in their inherent goodness. Um, and capacity for change and i believe that that is a spiritual transformation
1: absolutely and you have to pull it from somewhere and that's the thing like it all comes from it all comes from inward like it doesn't come from anywhere outside right like yes people can give you energy and like you know people can support you and you can feel that in all kinds of ways but what you're actually pulling from like when you're doing spiritual work when you're doing and when I say spiritual work, I mean, it does not have to be as intense as Reiki. I mean, literally, sometimes just journaling is like spiritual work. Like that is, at the end of the day, you figure like it's about self-exploration. Again, this is also what I consider spirituality to be. Self-exploration, yeah. it's about poking and prodding inside of yourself and figuring out those little weird things that like have happened or sort of how you fit into like the grander, the grander scheme of things. Um, yeah. It, there's so many different avenues it can go down um when i think
0: about that in relationship to that is spirituality being being on a spiritual journey is being on a a journey of continuing to better yourself mm-hmm. and and never being satisfied that you have reached a certain plateau that, that you can always do more to better serve yourself and your community
1: and others Sorry. exactly yeah. and i would and to just sort of um frame that like It's not, when we say do better, because I just feel like so many people, they think do better, they attach it to money, they attach it to career, they attach it to all these other things. Mm -hmm. And sure, it can manifest in that way, but it's, again, it's about doing better for yourself. It's about just being a better person for you and for, like, the community that you serve. Not about being a better person because we live in America and you're supposed to be part of the 1%, and, like, that's how you know you're being a better person, so... I just, I always like to use that because I also think that is another thing that religion relies on. Like money is such a thing in religion. And it's like, I don't feel like money is a thing or should not be a thing in spirituality. Of course, this is all opinion, but like, I don't think money and those sort of uh, inherently evil things um, really have a place like within spirituality. So let's do this as well. Um, Because I feel like we're also talking about spirituality and sort of, how it manifests itself and what it looks like without actually like saying it. Um, okay. How do you practice spirituality?
0: Yeah. Um, the biggest thing for me has been a gratitude practice. And I I also name it as a <laughs> as a practice because I'm still practicing making it a practice. It has not yet mm. become like, you know, something that I'm able to engage with all the time. And I have found myself less anxious. I have found myself um, less envious, less comparative. Um, I have found myself um, more grounded by taking time to hold immense gratitude. And like, honestly, (laughs) this is just, I'm putting a pin in this because my, um, my meds for this week also Just so just like know that my meds are connected to this thought. But um, gratitude that can feel so overwhelming. Like uh, Mm. when I sit with the amount of grace and uh, intelligence and love that I'm surrounded by. Yes. um, I feel like another spiritual practice of mine is engaging with choosing love and like sharing gratitude out as well. So not just making it like my own gratitude journal or like taking moments to, you know, in the morning to think about what I'm gratitude, but outwardly say like, I am grateful for you. Um, Mm. I found also that like, that has been so much more of a, um, (sighs) people treat me better when I thank them for when they treat me better than complain when they're not.
1: Ooh, um, ooh! say it again for the people in the back <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not
0: say it but I, I think i think it's it's sort of that positive reinforcement thing but it it's essentially that is the transformative power of gratitude is like when you feel like you have given someone something whether mm-hmm. it's even just your time i'm saying like i'm saying like someone spent time with me and and just before i leave i'm like i feel really grateful that we spent time together today see you later I'm not like making it a whole moment. I'm not like holding someone's hand and looking in their eyeballs. Like, I mean, I will sometimes upon mushrooms, but like, it's not like you ever held my to... hand and look
1: at my eyeballs. I have to,
0: <laughs> I'll do it next time. I see you. If I okay. have not done it recently. Um, but uh, the other thing I think has been marveling <laughs> in nature and breathing in nature and mm. deep breathing in nature. Um, maybe, could be called meditation. Um, I have a hard time with that because I feel like meditation has a specific sometimes set of practices. Maybe I have more of a connection to like mindfulness. And that really mm. comes to my connection to like acceptance and commitment therapy, which is kind of rooted in mindfulness and has a, a Buddhist lens attached to it. But um, matching my breath to the wind or like okay. uh, lis- listening To the birds or like sitting next to a a river and like listening to the sounds and letting that be my trance as I just like sometimes it's just while I'm camping and I just walk away from my friends for a minute and I just like sit on a log and like, listen, I think even when we were at your birthday thing and like, you know, there was this moment where we you were talking about staring into the expanse right Mm -hmm. and like that space and to me I think noticing is a spiritual practice because of the ways in which we are so inclined and indoctrinated to not notice. Um, I, I'm i trying to think of like, um, I don't know. Those are some of my examples. I, I can go on, but no. what about you? What are some things that you practice? Yeah,
1: I mean, a lot of it is similar. I think that I really identify with, um, I, I tend to in most situations, it's not even... I will say it's not necessarily tied to nature. Like I did this at uh, Jess and Al's wedding. I tend to disappear, right? Like same as you, like if I'm with a group of friends, if I'm sort of at an event or at like a thing that I know is sort of um, like monumental for some reason mm-hmm. or another, um, I tend to like, I'll disappear to myself for a second. And I realize that I do this thing where I'll just sort of stand there and just breathe in the moment. And let mm-hmm. myself just, like, be there and, like, yes, really feel present and connected to it. Which is funny because I don't do it around people. I go away to feel, like, present. But, I mean, I did it on my birthday. I did it, like I said, at Justin Al's wedding. I do it very mm-hmm. often, right? Just, like, want to take in this moment and understand it for what it is. Uh, not even understand it. Let me take that back. It's more so about I just want to have this moment. I want to be able to accept this moment for what it is and like mm. um and understand the the gravity of what a moment is right like mm-hmm. this not to get all super like um physics and um existential but i mean time and space they are very fleeting things and i feel like i find my spirituality practice really tied to um really tied. down slowing down but also acceptance a lot of it is acceptance right like okay when i left new york i come back to this example all the time when i left new york city i found myself continuously like trying i was like trying to recreate like a lot of those same moments that i was that i had had with friends in new york city Mm. And at mm-hmm. some point I realized like those moments were those moments. I'm never going to have those moments again. And yes, yeah. that sounds sad, but also that is what life is like. Yeah. This is what it means to live. And like you, that means you have to sort of be present for things now. It also means that you have to like accept things for what they are um, yeah. and work with them and sort of yeah. roll with the punches. And I think that for me, my spiritual practice has been a lot of work around um, mindfulness, to your point, Um, whether that's meditation or just stepping off and like being like, all right, you're here, you're grounded, you understand what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. It's also been a lot of acceptance of myself and like my trauma, my family's stuff that they've gone through, sort of acceptance yeah. of n- sometimes not even me, like acceptance of just like, this is the world that we live in. You know, like mm-hmm. I think that and I think that manifests itself in a lot of ways. Some people, some people would say that I get up in arms about very silly things. And then like the really major things, I'm just like, oh, it's fine. Like it's just, that's life, you know? And I think that that's part of my spiritual practice. Like if it's something that is completely out of my control, it's like, I, there's I am not actually sad about this. I'm not mad. I literally am just like, this is what happens. Like this is life. It's a moment. It's a moment in time. I don't have control over it. So like... I've learned to practice accepting those things and I can acknowledge my feelings, but I don't have to hold on. I don't have to hold on to permanent feelings about a fleeting situation, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And
0: when I'm thinking about too, with your offering of acceptance, I, when I think about radical acceptance as a spiritual practice too, because what we're stepping into is the reality that control is an illusion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And so when we, give ourselves over to the powerlessness of what it means to be alive and concentrate on what we have agency over, which is sometimes those little silly things. Yeah, It makes more sense to get really upset maybe over a little silly thing because I could have changed that or you like, you know right. what I mean, but there is good and bad in this world. And there are things that are harming me and things that are going to offer me grace and love. And when I stop trying to fight away everything bad in my life and instead think about what does this have to teach me how can i avoid Mm -hmm. this again how am i being humbled what is this like offering me what i'm realizing in this moment too at not just acceptance is spirituality as a life of inquiry and curiosity
1: yes i was just gonna say that Mm -hmm. i asked myself if there's something i do If y'all wonder what I do in this apartment by myself, I stare out the window and ask myself a lot of questions. That's all I... (laughs) Literally all I do. Um, I... I, Is Maddie wearing panties? Yeah. The answer is no. So, no, but I, I like to... I really like to sit down and examine life, right? Like, from a completely, like, objective sort of, let me exclude myself from this and, like, really just question, hmm, why did they go down like that? Or why is this like this? You know, I... I think that's another, yeah, that's another spiritual practice of mine. Like, I'm inquisitive. I would say that, like, I just, I like to ask people questions. I mean, it's part of the reason why I became a psychologist. And I think that I like to ask myself questions, whether they're related to my own well-being or related to just the world as it is. Um, All, again, from this place of, and this is what I'm sort of coming back to right now, um... The universe. I'm like, we all belong to this thing that we literally probably, by the time we all die, like only probably comprehend 0.5% of, I'm trying to get mine to like 0.6. Like that's all, like that's, I'll feel happy if I make it Mm -hmm. to 0.6, but I don't know. There's just this, it feels like there's this greater thing that connects all of us. And I'm Mm -hmm. not, I don't think that it's something that any of us find the answer to at the end of the day. And I don't think that's the point. Again, the whole point of this is be inquisitive, live life and like accept the things that you can't change. And Mm -hmm. um, ask questions and poke and prod and be curious and like, learn, learn about other people, learn about this crazy planet that we live on um, and learn about yourself. So, I mean, that's, I guess in a very roundabout way, that's what spirituality is for me. Like it's it's all of that. And I think
0: we've touched on this before and I don't wanna to go too down this line, but for me, yes, there has been like, you know, fun aspects to psychedelics, but I genuinely discovered a spiritual self in my adulthood through psychedelics. Mm-hmm. And um, I just watched this movie Um, it's called the wisdom of trauma. It's uh, from Dr. Gabor Mate. Um, He also has this book in the realm of hungry ghosts. That's really good uh, about addiction and trauma. Um, But in it, like there's an example of, you know, someone having a guided um, mushroom trip in a therapy office. Um, And I just wanted to name that. I find drugs can be a spiritual experience. Mm -hmm. Um, if there's like that intention set with it, which I think is another part of spirituality is intention um, and movement toward intention. Um, I think it's not for everyone, but if you're someone like me who needed (laughs) literally needed substances to let some stuff shed away, like part of that is ego. Part of that is anxiety, whatever. But once it sheds away for the first time, it's easier to access in your sobriety. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. At least for me, I have found that that is true um another thing that is uh part of that connected to that is touch
1: yes, physical touch
0: yes and the healing power of physical touch and i'm excited to hear how our guests coming up are going to share more about the healing power of physical touch but i just want to name for me hugging people and just like showing physical f- affection when it feels good and mm-hmm. especially among friendships and especially among my male friendships I think so. one of the reasons that men are so fucked up is that they don't like touch each other. I agree. And and um, I think physical touch is something that we're so deprived of um, that. I don't know. It's what that like whole free hug bullshit that sometimes oh people God. like used to. get. I know. I don't want that. I mean, that is like this. I know. That's <laughs> this bastardization and like super cheeky. But I just like, I don't know. I, I wanted to make sure that we offered that physical touch is a very important part to spirituality and being grounded.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Touch and um, I mean, touch touching it of self can transfer energy. Um, I think that, and that's not even like super woo woo. Like we have an electrical current running underneath us. I think anybody can agree on that. So yep. when you touch somebody, something's going to happen. Um, who am I to say what that's going to be? That's why we have guests joining us uh, who do understand what that energy and what that, um maybe electricity looks and feels like but i don't know i believe in that i think that a lot of this is very much so based in some realm of science as well Mm -hmm. um and so while we're speaking about our guests who are coming up and as we talk about touch and sort of what that means um i also want to make sure that we're framing this and our listeners understand what we're going to really be focusing on over the next couple of episodes which is not just spirituality as a whole but Spiritual healing and energy work. Um, Specific healing practices. Exactly. um, Which fit under the umbrella of spirituality. But again, spirituality, it's massive. It's a very broad subject. I just wanted to make Mm -hmm. sure that we felt focused with all of that. So um, in my opinion, spiritual healing and energy work is um, any practice of spirituality that is being used to benefit you or to help you. I mean, like, actually heal, like, actually move on from whether it be a bad place, whether it be from trauma, whether it be from um, just, like, negative circumstances. That's the way that I look at it. Um, How do you feel about that? I think that that is
0: exactly right. And I'm excited to hear more as the weeks come on. But also, I'm glad we got to spend time just you and I. I think that... uh, there's part of our culture that's opening up around sharing spiritual practices, but because it feels so deeply personal, it can also feel kind of like vulnerable and embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And I, or maybe not embarrassing to some people. I find it sometimes a little bit embarrassing. So I'm appreciating the practice of sharing this with you. And um, thank you for sharing with me.
1: Of course, of course. And we will obviously um, be linking a lot of this to queerness and like how spirituality the um sort of the the practices of it um how they show up in the queer community how they maybe don't show up in the queer community i personally think that there's a lot of a lot of parallels between the the principles of like practicing spirituality um and then some core themes that you see within like queer uh culture and within the queer community so i mean like right off jump like this idea of self-love and like community building and self-exploration like. Those things are inherent to spirituality. You can't do spiritual work without um any one of those things and then a little bit more. And I also think that those are things that you hear a lot when it comes when it comes down to like being queer and sort of accepting your queerness, right? It's there's a lot of self-love involved. There's a lot of self-exploration involved. Um and you sort of start to learn and start to seek out how to build community with that. So mm-hmm. We'll talk about that a bit as well. Um, again, I don't I don't even think we have the time to get into all of that right now because that's yeah. an episode in and of itself. But I don't know, things for you all listeners to start thinking about as well. Like there this thing called spirituality has tenets, it has it has principles, it has pillars, they exist for a reason. Um, and I think that they show up in your life more than you maybe think they do. Um and if you know that they do, then I don't know, keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> i'm excited to explore this more this month for sure agreed so should we get out of here and yeah. take some meds let's
0: take meds? some meds let's take
1: some
0: meds they go horse pills
1: we're taking meds horse pills <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey um uh, you want to go first you want me to go first
0: Sure. um, So I'm going to play this for the listeners.
1: Sometimes I just need to think deep down in my heart that, you know, I'm great
0: that I should be grateful for everything I have. And sometimes it's too good. It really is. <laughs> no
1: it really is homie <laughs> it's too good i know i know
0: And just being like it's just too good um and i love the older brother like patting him on the back like, and then the dad laughing it's a very funny video i'll link the video but yeah. it's i the audio i hope is also um funny to you because i was <laughs> I, once a long time ago a sensitive little boy and oh. i understand like the overwhelming feeling of just like not knowing what to do with feeling mm-hmm. and especially one related to joy but that leading to tears it's just it's a very cute moment and I just I've watched this video a lot this week and I love it
1: I don't even know what that little boy said but I was like he's feeling the feels and it's just <laughs> overwhelming and yeah I've been there before I've definitely he's been like, before he's like sometimes
0: I read books and then I think about how my life is different and oh my god
1: <laughs> and oh my god <laughs> same uh, yes. same only I'm watching tv and not reading books but yes (laughs) (laughs) what are your meds this week (laughs) that now um (laughs) no uh, i have like a few different meds all right first one i got my hair done i already mentioned it i got box braids again and great here you haven't even seen it man they're longer this time oh shit well i don't know they like come past my shoulders now
0: hell yes
1: Look at us with the backs. <laughs> I know, the, with the backs. We give be your back. Um, oh, my oh my goodness. Um. So yeah, I'm excited that I got my hair done. Um. Because I was looking, I was looking rough uh, earlier this week. And then, uh, other thing, I finished holiday shopping already. Like I'm done. I just got to ship people's stuff off. But this is a first for me. I normally like go holiday shopping like the day before Christmas. Um. Very proud of myself for it. And as part of my holiday shopping, I got tickets to see Jasmine Sullivan hey, in LA man. at the Hollywood Palladium. Palladium. Yeah. And I'm really excited about it. I realized that I've been listening gonna be to Jasmine, a, Jasmine Sullivan for forever. never seen her live. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose it. Like, she's great. It's for the uh, that Hotels album that she put out, which I still listen to on repeat. I mean, what a gift to yourself. I love that. That's going to be
0: absolutely amazing when is that
1: um february 25th okay cute yeah um friends of the podcast Yasmin will be there uh she's coming with me and then carlos might as well so cute yeah i love that very excited about it
0: um this is just throwing this out to our listeners if you got LA tickets to shy girl in the 30 seconds that they were uh, oh, for sale
1: doing a um,
0: please let me know. I will <laughs> trade favors. I, I, might, I might give you money. We'll see. But if you are selling um, shy girl tickets to L A, please let us know. I would really love to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'd love that. Also, you guys, um, I think we should just be real with them. We set up this entire podcast so that we could ask people for tickets when they became available. That's, yes, that's the only that's reason true. we're here. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, but for real, we we would love Shy Girl tickets, anybody that has them. Please. We ain't too proud to beg, okay? Let I me tell you something.
0: I will get on my knees.
1: I'll get on my knees and do a lot of things. <laughs> Except scrub the floor. <laughs> Let's oh. get out of here. I'm getting kookier and kookier by the minute. I gotta, yes. I gotta go. <laughs>
0: um, be sure to follow us on At aunt, 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 (laughs) Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Share us with us what your meds are. Share with us what your spiritual practices are. We want to hear and um, share with you in this. Um, Don't forget to subscribe and share and write those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to Marquis and Chanty Darling for letting us use their music. And big thank you to Allie Kiltz for producing and editing with us. Uh, We are indebted to you forever. Forever. Um,
1: okay i love you goodbye oh you love me or are the listeners
0: i meant you but oh the listeners are nice. sorry too. listeners nope you don't get love <laughs>
1: bye just for
0: shawty <laughs> just for shawty <laughs> um no obviously love y'all too happy 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 december um oh <laughs> <laughs> okay bye <laughs>
1: Trying to talk slick, all up in my ear and shit.